The Bird Show. All right. All right. So moving on. Um, carpool vent line and school vent line. Here we are now, like fall break. We are deep in the fall break. Some of you guys frustrated on the teaching end. I can't focus. <laughs> You're going to have to focus. You need to focus. Saltgate has thrown you off your game that much. There's so many levels of dysfunction. The fact that Mo took his phone out to take a picture of it was a level I wasn't expecting. I didn't think that this is what it was, though. I genuinely just thought somebody was going to the bathroom, and I, I just couldn't believe my eyes. I really could. <laughs> All right. So if you want to vent about school on any way, shape, or form, we have a school carpool vent line, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And the phone number is? Uh, the phone number is not on the schedule. <laughs> so you guys are just going to have to guess what those numbers are. There are 10 of them. Um, but some of you figured it out yesterday. So here, here are the voicemails we got. Please stop rushing through the light to turn into car rider lane when it's not moving because now you're halfway out in the intersection and blocking outgoing traffic who now can't move or leave the school because your car is blocking the intersection. Nobody can move. Thank you. Have a good holiday. <laughs> yes. I would just like to say, why can't people just pull up to the freaking drop off line? Why do they just mosey their way up there? And then when you get up there, just let little Bobby and Susie out wherever they fall in the line. It's not like a little drop of rain is going to kill them. I got one. So for any neighborhood, but specifically uh, mine, if you're a parent who likes to drive their child up to the bus stop, very nice of you, get your car out of the way. Why are you parked at the road? Pull to the stop. You can't even park within 30 feet of a stop sign. That's illegal, hole. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> polite, polite at the end of it. Uh -huh. All right, so cast the phone number. 404-954-1360. Give it a call, and um, at, clearly we will play those full messages, so you know that going into it. All right, the email is, I really want my sister there for me, but she has not been, I think. Hi, Bert Show. I need some advice. I'm recently engaged, so we do not have a date set yet. We are taking our time, but we are planning on a destination wedding. We know some friends and family may not be able to make it since it may be expensive for some, and that is understandable. For the important people like our immediate family, we would like them to try their best to be there. I have mentioned to them to start saving, and when we do choose a date, it will be at least a year out to allow people to save and plan. Here's my dilemma. One of my sisters has one child and a husband that is that was working in the military. She moved across states to be with him when they first met. After his time was done, he did not re-enlist. He worked out a couple of jobs for a short time and then completely stopped working, leaving my sister to pay all household bills. I speak with her almost every day and she has expressed in the past that that was not the plan. He has dealt with some mental health issues and seems to be doing a lot better, but he takes care of their child while she is at work. And the moment she comes home, my sister takes over and he seems to play video games and not clean. He doesn't do laundry or very much at all, except occasionally cook to help her. She's always tired and I can tell it's been a lot on her. I feel like she hasn't directly asked him to work because she's trying not to spike any mental health issues or stress him to keep the peace in her home. My problem is 
I would like to have a conversation with him and express the importance of my sister being at my wedding. I know she will never be able to afford to save for it with her being the only provider. And I would like to ask if he can help her financially so that she will be able to go and also use it as a vacation for herself as well. She really needs it. So it will definitely be good for her too. Is that overstepping a boundary if I have that conversation with him without her knowing? Should I let her know? I would like to talk to him about it. What should I do? Should I leave it? Be and know she will not be there? Out of my three sisters, I talk to her the most. It would mean a lot to me, but I don't want to be selfish or make her mad. If or when she find, finds out, I spoke to him. Would you be angry if you found out your sister or brother talked to your spouse about working to help save? What should I do? Mo, you got like nine sisters. How would you handle it? <laughs> yes, three. <laughs> yep. Um, I would not go to the spouse mm-hmm. behind my siblings back at all. I, I don't think that's going to help. I think that's going to make things a lot worse than they have to be. If anything, the conversation would be between me and my sister. And at that point, it's really up to my sister to do something. Yep. Um, it's not on me or my responsibility to fix that. She has to do that herself. I agree wholeheartedly. Like you, you don't go to your brother-in-law. Um, and some of this stuff, your sister probably told you in confidence. And so I feel like that would breaching that, that would breach that. So, um, I know situations like staying with somebody is hard. Leaving somebody is hard. So I'm not blaming her one way or the other as far as what she's chosen, but, um, she has to make her own decisions and she has to live with that. So yeah, you can, you can talk to her about it, but definitely don't talk to her husband about it. The Bird Show. So we're about to start texting for Victoria, who needs help telling her mother-in-law they are not coming to Thanksgiving at their house for a very good reason. Cops were damn near called last year. I I already want to throw a flag on the play. Uh, Here we go. All right. These are the kind of conversations that should be done face to face. (laughs) Duh. They all are. But that's not it. That's not the flag. It's her mother-in-law. Why is she doing it? Should be her husband doing it. It's his mom. Well, maybe there's good reason. Hey, Victoria. Hi. Hey, all right, so tell us why. Uh, I think Kristen raises a really good point that we can get to, but why are you so against going over to the in-laws' house for Thanksgiving this year? What happened last year? Well, so I just want to point out that every year we go to her house for Thanksgiving, um, and then we do Christmas at our house. Um, but it's it's always been sort of not my favorite place to go, but this last year it was abs- miserable. Um, my, my brother-in-law and his wife got into, it was, it was a pretty heated fight, like to the point where cops were, were called and like nothing physical happened, but it was just like a really heated fight. Everyone could hear. And I, I just can't, I can't spend Thanksgiving there again. Like I can't do it. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I, I need to tell her and I'm, I'm just nervous. What happened in previous years? Obviously, this is the worst of them all last year. But what happened in previous years that makes you feel like this is not an anomaly? It's not safe for my family. I just don't want to do it. She overcooked the turkey. Oh, uh, that's it. <laughs> dry turkey will do it to you. Or the time. stuffing too, man. If you mm. make that too dry. They're just very negative. Like every single year, it's just they don't get together very often. So when they do... It's just like everyone wants to bring up every little thing. Um, you know, my family, we see each other all the time. And it's just like there's, there's a lot of animosity on his side. And I just, I can't be around it. It's, it's supposed to be a positive, nice day. But unfortunately, that's just not the way his family goes. So I think you're going to be walking into a hornet's nest here. I mean, it is a big old pain in the butt. I mean, 
in a lot of families, this is the case. It's just a couple of hours here, though. Is it going to be so... I mean, it's not like your kids are at risk or you're going to be food poisoned or most likely nobody's going to get shot. Um, So, I mean, is it not something that you could just, like, suck it up? Because going to the mother-in-law, that changes the family dynamic in a huge way. You don't understand the amount of fighting. It's just, it's unbearable. And I just don't think one year, I'd like this year to have a nice Thanksgiving. I don't, I just don't see if it's a big deal with one year. All right, it's your call. There's no benefit to it. I mean, even if it does change the family dynamic, oh, well, she doesn't have to be around those toxic people like even more. I mean, why would you walk into something every single year knowing you're going to be miserable? And I get sucking it up and doing it for like to make somebody happy. But if everyone's miserable too, like, and now you're going to be miserable at Christmas and the next holiday, like, come to time. I'm guessing 25% of the the families in this country are going through the same thing around Thanksgiving. There's somebody there or the families don't get along and they are certainly not going and looking forward to hanging out with family. That's insanity to continue to do something that makes you so miserable just because you're quote unquote supposed to. I said 25%, but I think it's higher than that. I, I think, think it is too. <laughs> <laughs> it's higher than that for sure. You typically do it out of obligation for the older generations. Right, right. But again, Victoria, this is your mother-in-law why is your husband not calling his mom or, you know, calling his mom to break this news? Why is it falling on your shoulders? Well, we talked about it and he's honestly, I think he's annoyed with me a bit, um, but he agreed to it. He just says, I need to be the one to tell her if we're going to do this. Oh, that's, that, that don't feel right at that's all. That's messed up. Um, okay. So, well, I think first of all, it's too late for this, but you got to make an agreement with your husband that, okay, if you want me to handle this and it goes sideways, then that's not on me, man. I was asking you to take care of it, and you said, no, what? I trust you to take care of the situation. <laughs> so he can't, he can't bitch if things go sideways. Yeah, I, I think he knows that. Um, we talked about it. I mean, just the fact that he's okay with not spending Thanksgiving there to me. I mean, he must feel the same way. He may right. not say it, but. Right. I mean, the fact that it's his actual mom, and he's telling you, you deal with it, that, <laughs> that gives us a pretty good idea how this is going to look. Yeah, you throw me under the bus. My first text is going to be like, so my husband Mark wanted me to tell you that we're not coming to Thanksgiving yeah, right? this year. Well, I mean, the good news here is this is a win-win all the way around. Because if it blows up, you're not going to Thanksgiving. And if it goes well, you're not going to Thanksgiving. So we can't really lose here. Yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get what we want either way. Right. It's a great positive spin you just put on that. <laughs> yeah. right? It really is. And it doesn't sound like your husband is too invested either. So if this thing goes horribly wrong, man, it, it, that's a win. Yeah, I, I'd like for her to be okay with it. If we could add that, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah that would be the cherry on top. But that's yeah. a very lofty cherry. How <laughs> much of this drama that circulates around Thanksgiving and the family is centered around her? What are we going to be dealing with? Um, you know, they do ask us to take sides, like when they're fighting. So she definitely has a side in it. She sides with her son, of course. Um, so I don't know. It's not really about her. She's. It really is a lot about, you know, his brother. His brother? His brother is the yeah. one that has the most trauma. Okay, so give us she a couple sides of... with him. She what? <laughs> she sides she with sides the brother with gotcha. rather than her daughter-in-law, obviously. Yeah. All right, Victoria, give us a couple of minutes here. When we come back, okay. we will start texting with your mother-in-law just to say, hey, we're skipping Thanksgiving this year, and we'll take it from there, okay? Okay, thank you, guys. Hey. 
The Bird Show. All right, so we are about to start texting Victoria's mother-in-law. She just does not want to do Thanksgiving again there this year. It's always a pain. There's always drama. It's a very negative place. And she wants to put her foot down and just say, I'm not coming. We're not coming this year. Her husband uh, has said, you handle it. You deal with it. So we are texting with Victoria to her mother-in-law to say eh, eh, on Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, and it's more than just negativity. Last year, there was a fight between um, her husband's brother and his wife that escalated so much, the yelling, that cops were called. Thankfully, nobody went to went to jail, but she just doesn't want to be around that this year. So we have to figure out a way to open communication with your mother-in-law and let her know that you all will not be in attendance this year. Be like, good morning, B. Okay. I need to update you about our Thanksgiving plans. Are we going to lie and say we have a conflict? Or are we going to say, listen, you did well with one son and the other, not so much. <laughs> he's, I so. I, he's younger, sorry, right? I got yeah. an update. Okay. I got it. Okay, good morning. And then, okay, what's the update? I don't like the okay. <laughs> well, we're just, okay. you can read like this. Okay, what's the update? Oh, true, true. Okay, yeah. what's the update? Okay, what's the update? Um. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to make it this year. But we're really looking forward to seeing you at Christmas. Ooh, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She replied simply, why? Why? Mm. Because we can't. Why? Uh, I mean, uh, as much as I yeah, no. hate to admit it, she... But you go every year, she's kind of owed an explanation. Why, totally. why don't we turn this into just a them thing, saying something like, this is... We just really want to spend this day just up. No. <laughs> You're so pretty. <laughs> okay. I'm trying, I'm trying to turn it into a positive. I mean, we can't say because it's so hectic and this? negative at your house. But what if we said, after what happened last year, we just need some space, so we made other plans? There you go. Okay, that works. <laughs> we sound like a bunch of turkeys just then. Come here, little turkey. <laughs> <laughs> that voice prompt was good. Oh, she's asking what plans. <laughs> plans damn. that don't include you. Yeah, none of your damn business. Well, but, yeah. So do we ghost her? Just not respond because we already told her? We're spending Thanksgiving elsewhere. You don't owe her an explanation. You That's don't. kind of a rude question anyway. What are your plans? Just be like, again, we're sorry we're not going to make it this year. Thanks for understanding. Heart emoji. All right, what'd she say, Victoria? Guys, she's not letting up. Of course you not. didn't answer the question. That was well, that my was polite. On purpose. Yeah, just say that's, a per- <laughs> a, 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 that's personal. It's not personal. Why not? <laughs> if the, where you spend Thanksgiving is not personal. Sure it, it is. Can be. You don't know what she's doing. What you're doing at the gyno is personal. Where you're eating turkey is not personal. Maybe she's going to eat turkey at the gyno. (laughs) (laughs) Just say gynecologist. Just text back nonsense. Or you could say my avoidance of your question was a polite way of saying it's none of your business. (gasps) Yeah, yeah, you don't do that. I think I'd say something like I'd rather rather not discuss it. What's wrong with that? That leaves it all Um, open. Yeah, Actually, that's a good one. I've said this before. It doesn't matter. Mm. I would write back true. <laughs> Facts. Got me. That is accurate. I, love that. I would me. really do that. I actually like that. Let's, let's do it. Can let's we do that? Let's Can we just respond petty. back? Got me. If you want to be provocative, <laughs> I think you go with, I'd rather not discuss it. 
And then there's a follow-up. Did we do something to offend you? <laughs> <laughs> Were you mad about cornucopia? I know, but who has those on their table anymore? Kristen like would. Tablescape. Some yeah. people. I, I thought that was a concert. No. <laughs> <laughs> like a heavy metal band concert. <laughs> Isn't that what they used to run into in the Hunger Games? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. cornucopia. Did we send anything? No, I'm sorry. So I'd rather not discuss it. As yeah. The I'd rather not discuss it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bye. There it goes. Does she have finches? What? <laughs> Seems like the kind of parent that would have a finch or two. <laughs> the most annoying birds ever. They're really sweet for like the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Was my brain too lucky? <laughs> All right. Um, Us mm-hmm. not discussing it isn't to be disrespectful. It's to, isn't to be disrespectful. It's actually to be respectful. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. sounds good. Mm-hmm. We feel strongly about this. We're taking this year off. Us not discussing it mm-hmm. isn't to be disrespectful. It's actually to be respectful of the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, that's almost more of a mystery. Like, now she's really going to want to know. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, let her ask. Then when she says, what do you mean spare feelings? And then she can say, I don't want you to know that your other son's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. Okay, can I repeat it back to you guys? Please. Yeah. So we feel strongly about this. We are going to take this year off. Us not discussing it isn't about being disrespectful. It's actually to be respectful or it's actually... To spare feelings? I wouldn't say spare feelings. I would say it's to be respectful towards the family. Mm. But she's going to come back with, you don't think it's disrespectful to skip Thanksgiving? Mm. Mm -hmm. And then again, I think she can always answer, we don't want to discuss it or I don't want to discuss it. Okay. All right, send it. Are we all on board? Yeah, yeah on yeah. board. Let's do it. Okay. I never, like, stand up to her like this, by the way. That's why it's coming as such a shock to her, and she's mm-hmm. going to have a hard time. Mm-hmm. I mean, from her perspective, it probably is hard, because when you're a mom, you accept your kids for all their flaws. So even if her son is getting in blowout fights, she still accepts him, and it's like unconditional love. Of course she'll be ne- back next year. It's not your job to have that unconditional love, but she is not going to understand it because she will always be there for her kids. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting concept. Unconditional love? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you got? This, this one hurts. Um, I didn't realize you could take a year off from being a part of the family. <laughs> I would say... Yeah. I would say that's a little dramatic, comma. No, I would call it out. That's a little dramatic, comma. We're not taking a year off from being part of the family, period. We'll still have Christmas. Or we're just taking Thanksgiving off. We're not, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. leaving the family. Yeah. You're just taking Thanksgiving off. That is dramatic. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> There's something there where like um, family also means loving unconditionally. And accepting when somebody needs to step back. To step back. Why are you trying to reason with an unreasonable person? This is a, this is a Cassie move right here. I know. <laughs> yeah, she's a Facebook boomer. Like they don't listen to logic and reason. Mm-mm. They they wheel and deal in memes and falsities. <laughs> <laughs> she does seem like the kind of woman that's going to rant about this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. She's typing as we speak. How about we just say, "I'm sorry you feel that way." Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. There you go. 
What was that concept that you brought to the show like a long time ago when dealing with people that are passive aggressive? There was a name for it and you labeled it. I did. Yeah. Where you don't feed into their passive aggressiveness. Oh, yeah. No, I as far as like if you're dealing with somebody who is a narcissist or they're trying to get a reaction out of you. Like, they say things purposefully to get a reaction out of you. You don't react. Mm. Like, you don't give them, like, you don't feed into what they're trying to get out of you. I thought your therapist had labeled it. Like, there was a real theory on it. I can't remember the name, though. I'm sure she did. Who called the cops on her son last year? Mm-hmm. Like a fight fire with fire, but like I didn't realize that calling cops on your own son was part of the family. Oh, I don't I- like this woman. She's annoying me. We flipped the switch. I had her back. I, you all heard it for like 10 seconds. I had her back and now she's being a dramatic little busybody. I mean, when it comes to certain family members or people that are close to you, there are such things as invisible boundaries. But I don't think that was it. Zero. well, you just let us know when it's convenient for you to be a part of this family. This big. Right back. Great. See you at Christmas. Per, yeah. yeah. Literally, I do there the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christmas is convenient. I wouldn't even say see you at Christmas. I'd just be like, thanks, exclamation. <laughs> yeah, don't engage anymore. I think that's it. Because you might say see you at Christmas, and she's going to be like, what makes you think you're invited? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would just yeah. keep it very short and very simple. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Love you. No, no. Not, not even love you. Because no. Like, no, you don't. If you love me, <laughs> you'd be eating my dry ass turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Victoria, I'm sorry. But honestly, I think that's the best that you're going to get. Uh, I know. I just, when I see her in person, I was, I was hoping. I mean, this didn't go horribly wrong. I mean, Mm-mm. we figured it would go this way. Yeah. And you're not done today. She, like Cassie said, is going to. Uh, hit up your husband, so you're not done. We're just not going to be there. So good luck with that. You did nothing wrong. Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. You took the high road. You didn't trash anybody. Like honestly, this is the brother, your brother-in-law's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we give her a last line, like thanks, or we're done? Yeah. I would just put thanks. Thanks. Thanks with like any. Mm. You don't want the. I'm sorry you feel that way anymore. Mm. I'm sorry you feel that way, but thanks. We already said I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say thanks. That's it. Get out. Turkey emoji. No. (laughs) If you want to put a heart emoji, just put thanks heart emoji. Yeah. Okay. But if you really had a heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, Victoria, let us know how it goes on Monday. I'm sure this is not over. And let us know how it goes with your mother-in-law and your husband over the weekend, okay? Okay. Thank you guys for doing this. All right. We did the best we could. Yeah, it was. It wasn't too bad. I'm. I'm grateful. Thank you. All right, you take care. That's what we always strive for. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's our slo- our new slogan. Bert Show. Wasn't, wasn't too, too bad. bad. The Bert Show. Do you guys have any idea what it's like to work with adult toddlers? <laughs> <laughs> Literally toddlers. Kristen over here taunting me, taunting me. She and Cassie are bonding over a new Instagram account, which yeah. is, uh, seriously. You need to turn your music off. It's called I'm Dump. trying to drown out your voice. <laughs> 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 All right. So the account is called Dump of Internet. And it's all about farts. 
And it came up on my For You page, shocker, um, like this past week or something like that. And what they do is they do a compilation of farts. And what you do is you go up to your partner and you're like, hey, guess my fart. And you make the sound you think their fart is going to sound like. And then they fart. And all the ones they have, people have accurately guessed what their friend or partner's fart is going to sound like. And this is really entertaining for you guys. Yes, it is. And you see, this is this is just a part of my life that I will never understand. I don't think farting is funny. It's- I didn't grow up in a house where farting is funny. but And I think it's the least sexy thing ever. And these are all couples here yeah. <laughs> that are guessing each other's farts before they happen. Yes, it, it's amazing. They also have a compilation of the best colonoscopy farts. Ooh. Those are impressive. Wow, what is that? After you have a colonoscopy, they won't let you leave the hospital until you fart. So those farts are <laughs> epic when they happen. <laughs> Listen, I want to be comfortable in my relationship, and yeah. that includes farting. And today oh. is my five-year anniversary. Happy anniversary, <gasps> babe. Happy Yay! anniversary. Thank you. That's awesome. And I texted him yesterday with this video, as I also came up on my For You page, and I said, by the way, this next chapter of our marriage, I really want to reach a new level of intimacy with you. And he's like, absolutely. Tell me what you're thinking. I'm 100% in. And then I sent him the video, and he said, oh, my God, I almost sent this to you yesterday. We're doing this. I don't get it. I don't, it. I don't get it. Did you come from a farting family? No. A public I farting family? I couldn't even say the word fart until I was, like, in middle school. My mom thought it was a bad word, which I think says a lot about my upbringing. So what did you just call it? Flatulence? No, we would call it tootine. Uh, (laughs) But if I said fart, I couldn't say the word fart and I couldn't say the word butt because those were bad words. Well, what did you call a butt? Booty. A booty. Oh, Mm. that's really different. Okay. Uh, Listen, take it up with Carrie. (laughs) So if you fall in love with a man, it needs to be known like, hey, the whole loud farting thing is not, that's not for me. Oh God, it's nauseating. Are you serious? I'll fart and then blame it on my daughter and I'll say, Hazel, did you fart? You farted. And then we like laugh and joke about it. I feel like calling Child Protective Services. Why? (laughs) Because I'm teaching her to be comfortable with her flatulence. (laughs) Well, Jimmy loves to sit in my lap, right? And so he'll be sitting in my lap and there will be a fart and Bart looks at us, and I'm like, you got to guess which one. <laughs> <laughs> the new Adams family, right? Yeah. All right, so Joni needs some help here because she needs to ask her sister to skip out on Thanksgiving for a really good reason, though. Hey, Joni. Hey. All right, so what do you got going on going into the weekend here? Well, um, I just got engaged. Hey, congratulations. Congrats. Do you know how to guess each other's farts? <laughs> Hope um, that works out for you. Maybe. I don't know. We're, uh, we're, we're more focused on getting married right now. So okay, we'll, we'll put a pin in the fart thing. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were planning, you know, to tell our family over Thanksgiving. But, um, you know, there's a part of me that I just, I really don't know if I want to do the whole big wedding thing. I know my mom is like really going to want me to do it, but you know, my fiance, my fiance, he thinks like we should just skip Thanksgiving and just elope. Let me do this here, Joni, um, even before you go on, cause this comes up quite a bit, right? Let me do this. Um, I would like to take some calls for Joni here. You guys skipped out and you did the eloping thing because really what she's worried about are the ramifications, long-term ramifications with the family, right? So I want to know the reality of you guys eloping and how long was it before your parents got over you just doing what you wanted to do? one 855 But Joni wants to do the double diss. She wants to elope and skip a family holiday at the same time. 
it, it, are those two? I, I guess those are two. If you like, if you're the mom or the dad or the family, and you do that, that would be considered a double infraction. I yeah, think I, so, for sure. Yeah, I guess I have to defer to you guys here just because I didn't grow up with, like, a strong family foundation that if I found out Hollis or Hayden had taken off and eloped and they missed Thanksgiving, I'd be like, good for you, bro. That's that's making you happy. It's not about me. It's about his happiness. Mm-hmm. So it, this wouldn't bother me. But in big families that are super healthy and tight, I can maybe. What yeah, would your wait. mom do if you eloped and also missed Thanksgiving? She'd be pissed. Yeah. She'd be pissed at either one just alone. So yeah. both of them together, I, I, she might not speak to me for a little while. <laughs> really? Yeah, really? Yeah, that would be a big deal in my family for sure. Oh, yeah. My parents would be furious, mainly because they wouldn't really care about the eloping thing. They'd be more upset about me missing Thanksgiving. They'd be like, you show up for dinner, girl. Now, that, now with all that said, Joni, I'm still like a fan of if elopement is what you want to do, then by all means do it. I just don't know if missing out on a family holiday and eloping at the same mm-hmm. time is is the right call. This is going to be the double whammy right here. It is. But I mean, even... Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I No, I, I want my sister to be there, and I, I hope she's on board with the idea, and if she is, you know, and, and we go ahead and do this, I don't know anything about, like, how to elope. Like, you know, where's where's the best place to, to do this? What do I need to know in advance? And, you know, ultimately, is this something I'm going to regret? I, I, I'm I, guessing... You know, and this is with no education at all. I think you could probably Google like places that you can go mm-hmm. immediately and yeah. get a license mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be Vegas. It could I, I don't know if the Bahamas does it, but I'm guessing you could have you could do that in, a, in an easy Google search. OK, but if you want to know if well, you're going to regret, regret it, we actually have people we actually have people on the line who who have eloped and can give you some advice. But your your situation oh, is a little different because we're double dipping here. We're talking about the holidays and we're talking about eloping. But Robert, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good. OK, so I'm guessing you came from like this really strong family background. So you knew they were kind of going to be pissed. Oh, uh, well, my wife did more than I did. OK. And um, it was my idea. And I just kind of convinced her. But, yeah, we just uh, – it wasn't around Thanksgiving, so we didn't get in trouble for the holidays. But, uh, yeah, we just went down to the courthouse at 18, 19 years old, got married, came back with a marriage certificate, and 16 years later, here we are. Oh, good for you. Wow. Um, how long did it take for her family to get over that? Uh, honestly, I still don't know if they're over it. But, you know, that's their problem, not mine. Okay. Wow. All right. Right. If so, you have the attitude, you don't care what anybody else thinks, then then your money. Well, you wouldn't be calling us if you had that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very valid point, sir. But he just said it's been 16 years and they're still not over it. Ooh. So, yeah, absorb that. Hey, Chelsea, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Chelsea? I don't know if we got her engaged. It sounds like she got engaged and got a love at the same time. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jordan, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, me and my wife eloped, man. Like, it was the best thing in the world. But what I was going to say is, like, whatever makes them happy, they should do. Like, if they want to elope, go ahead and elope. They should ask the sister. If she doesn't come, she doesn't come. Who cares? Like, it's your life. Like, why you got to care about other people? Yeah, that sounds really nice. But when it comes to your own family, I mean, you don't want to, like, upset your parents. And also, you said you did elope? Oh, yeah, we eloped. Me and my wife, we went to the... The like to get our license, and the lady was like, "Hey, you guys, you guys can get married to us if you're going to, or are you planning a wedding?" And me and my wife looked at each other and we're like, "Ah, yeah, when can we do this?" And how long did it take the families to get over all that? Uh, we don't care. 
<laughs> Never asked. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> now, I do think it's funny that guys are calling up saying, mm-hmm. I don't care. But we haven't heard from women that have said, yeah. like, I just didn't care. I think that might be a dude thing. Uh, let's go to Barbara here. Barbara also eloped. Let's see how long it took her family. Hey, Barbara. Hey, how are y'all? Good. Okay, the reality of eloping and what are the repercussions and how long did they last? Well, my daughter just went down to the courthouse about a year ago and her and her fiance got married and we didn't know it. It's the only daughter we have. Um, so therefore we wanted to be involved in her wedding and, you know, walking her down the aisle and, you know, just all the things that, that a, a, you know, parents would do with their only daughter. And I feel like that was stolen from us and I still am not happy about that at all. Okay. Um, so Joni, that's, that's that's something that the, that whenever, um, the and the man, the man, the her fiance agreed with it as well that he, you know, wanted to go get, uh, wanted to go down there and get married. But I think they took something from us, my husband and I, that we were we waited all of our life to do for with her, and uh, we don't now we don't have that. All right, Barbara, let me double down on this, and I don't mean to upset you, but. This isn't about you. This is about your daughter and what she wanted to do. So it's really not about her robbing you of this opportunity, right? Well, no, wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay. I think, you know, okay, I had her years ago. I went through um, labor with her. I went, carried her for nine months. I gave her that nine months of my unconditional love of me carrying her and me, you know, trying to um, do what was right to make sure I had a healthy baby. I had a healthy child. However... I think the least that somebody can do is, I mean, my husband missed the first dance, father-daughter dance. He missed that. It's things, even though, I mean, and, and she's happy, and we're, I mean, we are happy for her now, but I still think about those things that, you know, that we missed with it being our daughter, because she's the only daughter that we have. Mm-hmm. Two things can so, ex- I mean, exist at the same time. Like, they can be happy for her and also be sad that they didn't get those moments. Right, exactly. I mean, because I feel like that's just moments that that we were that we were deprived of. I appreciate you calling, yeah. and and thanks for being right. real with us. All right, so Joni Barbara hates you. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara did not say that. Not yet. She hasn't eloped yet. Yeah, once you elope, Barbara will hate you. I feel so. I felt some animosity. Yeah. <laughs> it was there. I mean, you really have to. I. Th- I'm not exactly sure what to advise again. I don't have a very strong family background, so it's for you guys. Well, I mean, you said you have a sister, right? So they always have her well, wedding. Yeah. I mean, they, they could do all that with my sister, but then there's the, the idea that maybe I tell my sister and then she goes and tells my mom and creates an even bigger problem. And then it, it, it like just spirals out of control. I'm worried about that, too. Mm-hmm. You can't please everybody all the time. So though I know my family would be disappointed, I think at the end of the day, you should do whatever works for you. Would you do it? If that's really what my the woman that I was engaged to wanted? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. I would say go for it, but don't miss Thanksgiving dinner. At least try and do both. All right. One or the other. All right, Joni. Uh, hit us back and let us know how it all goes, okay? Thank you. You right. give me a lot to think about. Thank all right. You. you take care now. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm scared of Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> the Bird Show. 
Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Robert De Niro's company was found liable in his former assistant's gender discrimination lawsuit. So after she quit working for him, he sued her for breach of loyalty and fiduciary duty. Duty, I cannot speak today. Fiduciary duty. Fiduciary. <laughs> so they were seeking six million dollars in damages and also the return of five million airline miles. So then she countersued him for gender discrimination. So De Niro claimed that when she quit. She stole about $85,000 in airline miles and also betrayed his trust and violated his unwritten rules. And so, of course, she's going to counter Sue for that because she said that she experienced some pretty heinous behavior. And some of this was even witnessed in court. So while they were in the courtroom, she was sitting between her lawyers. And at one point, he even shouted directly at her, shame on you, Chase Robinson. So <laughs> this was I really wish this entire thing was filmed and we could watch it like the Amber Heard Johnny Depp mm-hmm. trial because apparently it was just completely contentious from the beginning. It was about 12 days long, I think. Mm. And um, they went back and forth and he talked about, he had to deny claims that she made where she was asked to scratch his back. And he was like, okay, well, I only asked twice. You got me there. <laughs> and he also said that he was never abusive ever to her. And then TMZ obtained this volatile voicemail from him to her that I think really uh, disputes that claim. In Spain, and you upset with me because you tell me how nice you have it, your life over there, and you don't answer my call. How dare you? You're, you're, you're about to be fired. You're history. How dare you? With all the good things you do, this is all the Christmas. This. How dare you disrespect me how, how much you did? You want another position, you want another position, then say you want another position, go off somewhere, but don't get angry with me because I'm pissed off because I didn't get a simple thing that I need right now here out in California when I'm here for less than 24 hours. you got to be kidding me, you spoiled brat. you. So quit whatever you want. Damn it, how could you? You don't answer. You're upset because you're living in Spain, you spoiled brat. So a very contentious voicemail. So she testified that she quit her job after literally having an emotional and mental breakdown. She felt like she hit rock bottom. She said, I don't have a social life. I'm so humiliated and and embarrassed and I feel so judged. I feel so damaged in a way. I lost my life, lost my career, lost my financial independence. I lost everything. Well, not everything because she was awarded $1.2 million. So hopefully she'll be okay for at least the foreseeable future. So I'm looking up to see what Robert De Niro's net worth is. Um, according to Robert's net worth is $500 million. <gasps> so I'm guessing $1.2 million is pretty much lost in the change and cushions in his couch. Yeah, yeah. it's but, just mm-hmm. pocket change. Yeah. Yep. To talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. It's your breaking Davis news now on The Burt Show. Swifties are very disappointed today because Travis Kelsey has a bye week. And so everyone was expecting, now that the Eras Tour is back and is off hiatus, were we going to see him in the VIP tent wearing a Karma shirt signifying that he is, in fact, her boyfriend? And he was not there! 
So people were very upset about this, but he had a good reason. So while Taylor Swift was rocking the stage in Argentina, he was actually attending Patrick Mahomes' fourth annual 15 and the Mahomes Foundation Gala in yeah. Kansas City. Obviously the right thing to do, supporting his man, Patrick Mahomes, and his charity, which says it's dedicated to improving the lives of children through initiatives that focus on health, wellness, underserved communities, and other charitable causes. He didn't show up to that thing because of the kids. He showed up because he wants that ball thrown his direction on Sunday. <laughs> Right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got to show ho- uh, loyalty to the Mahomes. But you know who's not showing a lot of loyalty is Taylor Swift's new friend, Brittany Mahomes. Did you see this? I did, and I thought the exact same thing as soon as I saw it posted. And I'm like, wait a second. I feel like that's crossing enemy lines. So I'm wondering if Brittany Mahomes had to warn Taylor Swift that she and her husband, Patrick, were starring in a Skims Christmas Jammies campaign. Oh, and the Kim Kardashian thing. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Kim and Taylor hate each other, right? The whole snake Alleged, thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that. there's obviously mad history there. But so I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling and I see Brittany and Patrick and their kids in these Christmas pajamas. Didn't think anything of it. And then I saw who posted it and I saw that it was Skims. And then I saw like, you know, Brittany had posted it and stuff like that. And I'm like, you're working with the enemy. The enemy. I, I think that's something you'd have to warn your friend about. And I'm pretty sure that that um, was part of the contract with the NFL, right? Skims? They are, yeah. So I'm sure Brittany said, look, this happened even before you and I were, like, tight. Yeah. And, he's, and she's got to support her husband. Like, if, if Patrick Mahomes is signed up for Skims, he got to be signed up for Skims. I also feel like if you're above board with Taylor and if you explain that, she's not going to want her girlfriends to lose out on money mm-hmm. just for a vendetta. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything Taylor does is very strategic. She was just spotted with Britney, and I'm sure uh, she did that specifically so she could tell the press that they're doing just fine. The Bird Show. My For You page has been on point lately. It always is. I mean, it's, it's creepy almost how spot on it is, right? Yeah, so I told you guys earlier about the new uh, profile and following at the dump <laughs> internet where couples try to guess what their farts are going to sound like. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you guys would get a kick out of this. So JD underscore Milo asked his followers asked the single moms who follow him to share their baby daddy's names that are in their phones. So they have not saved their baby daddies as their names. They have written something else that pops up whenever they call, whenever they text. And I am guessing they are not flattering. So They you, are not. If you guys want to get in on this, we can put you on the voice discussion because mm-hmm. you don't want to rock the family tree here, but one eight five five virtual So the first one I have is... Lucifer's son. Yikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then we have my worst mistake. Ooh. Ooh. Then we have sperm donor. Uh. <laughs> Next we have, I'm pretty sure I can say this on the radio, Rumpel Foreskin. You <laughs> 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 like that one, didn't you? Yeah. Next is Noodle D word. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, again, baby daddy in the phone of a single mom. She has, whenever it rings, thou who shall not be named. Sure. Mm. Next is the victim. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. Then we also have the narcissist. Ooh. All right, so that was just the first slide. He was he enjoyed himself so much that he posted, y'all asked for more, so I asked more single moms across the globe what their baby daddy's names are in their phones. 
this one is my absolute favorite because I've heard this so many times from a friend of mine who has a deadbeat dad as an ex-husband. I'll see what I can do. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you ask him to do something, especially with the kids, I'll see what I can do. Mm -hmm. One of them in there has got to be the negotiator. Like you ask for something and they'll give you something, but they have to be at something in return. All right. The next one, Thodomus Prime. Thodomus. Because he's a thought. Yeah. Um, and then we have Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, hey. ouch. Mm, wonder, what, wonder what that's a callback to. Then there's one that's just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another baby daddy name. Poof. Because he always disappears when she needs him. All right, Eugenie. I'm like, that is very creative. Um, I didn't understand this one. Baby mama. Maybe. Mama. Mm-mm. I didn't understand with that one. This one I did understand, and it's uh, 10 to life. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, God. All right, this one's nice and simple. says it all. Hey, Kim. Hey. All right, what do you have baby daddy's name in your phone as? It's simple nope with an exclamation mark. Nope. 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 Like, don't don't pick up. Nope. Mm -hmm. And Brittany. Hey, Brittany. (laughs) Brittany, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hey. Hi. So, my baby daddy is saved under Captain Douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Douchebag. He's way up there. of all the douches. (laughs) I mean, he still has one. He could become a general. So, he still has one more rank to go if he really wants to up the ante. Um, Also, uh, uh, from JD underscore Milo, um, Time Thief was Mm. another one. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he enjoyed it so much. He also put um, Rumpel Forskin back in there again. Um, this one, not mincing words, unstable creature from hell. Uh, yikes. As her as her baby daddy. How you really feel? Mm-hmm, I know. Oh, this was a good one. So her baby daddy and her phone is the Lion King, but Lion is spelled L Y I N. So you're not alone, single mom. That's for sure. Exactly. All right, let's get to an email here before we take off because she's wanted to know if she's an a-hole for wanting to cancel a family vacation because the in-laws have like these really bad kids. So the email goes like this. Hey, Bert Show, been having some in-law trouble and I need your advice. Recently, my husband, toddler son, and I went on vacation to a family reunion in California with my husband's brother, his wife, and their four children. My husband and I paid for all nine of us to fly down since my in-laws could never afford to attend otherwise and missed the last reunion in Hawaii a few years ago. We're not rich by any means, but I budget well to make sure we get the opportunity to travel when we can. Like Bert, traveling is my currency. We made it clear to my brother-in-law and his family that the tickets were a gift from us to, um, to them for the trip. But we could not afford anything else on the trip. If they were to go, they would need to fund the hotel, rental car, food, and whatever activities they decided on themselves. They agreed, and we went on planning the vacation. So my brother-in-law's wife and I started planning everything together, and I was very focused on the amount of hotels and rental cars, etc., to stay within their budget. During the planning, I noticed my older sister and two older nephews constantly telling their mom they needed this or that for the trip, and she would say no, or it's just not needed. But then they started demanding things from me, saying things like, Auntie, I want fake nails before we go. I want to go on a shopping spree when we arrive. I need new AirPods because I don't know where mine are. The list of demands goes on and on and on. They did this in front of their mom, who did look mortified and kept telling them they can't just demand things, and it's rude. 
I kept telling them no. I've never given them things just because they said they wanted it in the past. But they have never been this insistent before. After the first day of vacation, I was done. I wanted to go home and not travel specifically with my brother-in-law's children ever again. This was our first ever flight with our son and two of their firsts, uh, their kids' first flight. So I understand this being a new experience and that plane delays suck and it's hard and all that. But from the moment we got to the airport, the kids were complaining the entire trip. These kids complained about everything. All right, I'm skipping a little bit. This is long. (laughs) Uh, So would I be the a-hole if I canceled our vacation this summer or told them it was um, changed to a baby moon? For my little family, or is there a way I can tell my in-laws about how we feel about our niece and nephews that doesn't like, uh, that doesn't feel like an attack? Uninterested auntie. Yeah. Um, it's because vacations are like gold bars. So when you go to that link to have a vacation and then you can't even enjoy yourself because of um, the people that you are with, it's no wonder you don't want a vacation with them again. So, um, do I think you're an a-hole if you cancel your next vacation this summer or told him it's changed? No, I don't at all. Um, you, as long as you're still making efforts to see your family, um, it doesn't have to be a full vacation. It can just be a long weekend. I think that's totally acceptable and that you deserve to have time with just your fam. I'm just going to be real here also. Uh, and then you guys can give final advice. You sort of created some of this problem. I mean, you were buying stuff for the kids so much that they felt entitled enough to keep going to you over and over and over again. She said she never did. She said she did. The mom does. The mother does. Their mom, their parents have created the situation. Auntie has not. She's just getting the brunt of it. She said that she used to buy stuff for the kids, right? No, I thought she said, I have never given them things just because they said they want it in the past. Okay, then that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, I see nothing wrong with canceling the vacation. Like you guys have said, vacations are gold bars, and they are certainly not cheap. So I feel like when you are on one, you should enjoy every moment of it. Uh And whatever you got to do to do that, you do it. So, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, first things first, I think you got to give yourself a pat on the back because you're currently living my dream of being the hot, cool, rich (laughs) aunt. And that's clearly how your nieces and nephews see you. But, yeah, I don't think it's your job to parent uh, their kids. So I think maybe you have, like, a conversation with them. But after that, you just got to move on and live your life and go on a nice little vacation by yourself. I'm with you guys, man. These are gold bars, man. Do not give up your vacation time if you ain't going to be happy. You're on The Burt Show.